Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are on a few different social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> we uh, got an email, mail at ivypod.com. And that's about it. Let's begin episode 97 of the IV podcast. And we're live. Hi, Clayton. Hi, John. How's it going? Good. So... Uh, first things first, we have to apologize for our acoustical challenges today. We had to make some adjustments to our recording. Yeah. Um, and there might be some children screaming in the background, too. So, A little uh, excitement going on, apparently. Yeah, video game excitement going on, so we've had to... Yeah, just bear with just us. Just moved it indoors, so it's a little more echoey. Yeah, sorry about that. So, anyway, but yeah, we're going to try to do this. We're going to try to brush off the dust. It's only been a solid year since we've last recorded, so... We thought it would be about time to do this again. So, and actually, it kind of works out perfect because our last episode, being exactly one year ago, you could kind of go through some of these topics that we read through, that we did one year ago and, and revisit some of them just as like quick updates. I thought sure. that'd be kind of fun. When was our last show? Do you know? It was like the end of last August. Oh, okay. So we're right the on. Very, like the 28th, oh, I think. Right. It was just a blip in time. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the year. Yeah. So, it's all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Last year sucked. It was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to talk. About, we're not going to. And that's actually, I'm glad Clayton brought that up. One thing we're not going to talk about, because we're going to do our best to not piss off everybody, is we're going to try not to talk about COVID. We're going to try not to talk about politics or masks or vaccines or any of that stuff because we'll probably say the wrong thing and piss everyone off all at the same time right well i think everybody's inundated with enough of it i think we're fatigued that's where i'm at i think everybody's just fatigued and want wants things to go back to normal yep so uh i agree oh coffee break oh this is good stuff clayton thank Thank you. you good stuff um we oh it's i'm already former star uh former podcast sponsor star rock coffee oh is it yeah oh, cool you betcha columbia speaking of sponsors let's jump into that and i do have to apologize if our sponsors are listening because i don't actually have reads today we're gonna just we're gonna wing it mm-hmm. and our first one is our long time well recent long time sponsor if you count our break in time but mr sparkle auto spa in peru illinois if you have it, so last time we recorded, I don't think they were open yet. Right. So that since in only a short amount of time, in like the year they've been open, they're, I'm pretty sure they're, I've seen multiple places posted, like they're the number one. Uh, easily. Yeah, the number one car wash in the area. Yeah, easily. The, the best price, uh, the best job. Um, yeah. Easily. Three yeah. bucks. You yeah. cannot beat it. If you just want to get in and out, three bucks. It's just you get the car is just going to look in a little dingy and you don't want to go all out. The $3 wash is awesome it is plus That's, the free vax and everything else they got yeah. I, I i stop over there just to do a quick vacuum uh we just did it the other day we had a i was picking up some people to, to go somewhere and I'm like oh i had yeah. i took the car seats out and just oh like, oh yeah yeah and my shop vac's not gonna cut it we're gonna stop at mr sparkle <laughs> yep. vacuum this sucker out so um, and then yeah, you just, three dollars like that's become a thing too. When I'm picking up the kids from school, we're driving by. The kids are like, "Can we get a car wash?" 
And I'm like, yeah. And then so then we'll drive in and they, they shine that thing on your windshield. Mm-hmm. So then I crank up the music mm-hmm. and we just have a, about 30 seconds of fun. It's awesome. Yeah. That's, you got to take a kid with you. Yes. Yeah. It's scary and exciting at the same time. <laughs> yes. Perfect. So please check out Mr. Sparkle. And, and we've also got a new, uh, a new sponsor uh, that we'll have more to talk about with, with, with this place in the future. But uh, Union Hall in LaSalle, Illinois. This is a new spot that's not quite open yet, but it will be actually, I believe, in the next few weeks. And I'm not privy to, to say everything that's going on over there just yet. But this is over on, I'm going to butcher this. Oh, something good happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crozat Street and 8th. So the old historic 8th Street in LaSalle, people are familiar with that. Uh, the, um, it's the old, it's the old uh, Star Union building. It's actually still actually says Star Union up at the top. Um, that used to be like apartment buildings and office space. Well, it has, it, and I can, I can break it because I'm going to probably say it at some point. My, my bro, my brother, is, uh, is, uh, is, this is his project. He's, uh, he took it and he remodeled the place and brought it back to its historic roots, gutted all, the, all that stuff out of there. Yeah, he's and, been working on it for a few years. Yeah, so. yeah. So he got, brought it back to its original roots. It's historic. It's, it's awesome. This building was created in 1901. It's, yeah, like I said, Star Union public house it was you know we're going to do more about the history later but i just because it hasn't opened yet but there's a lot of things that are going to be going on there but to start off it's going to be the star union or the union hall is going to be the gambling portion of the of the facility so that's going to have your slot machines and i know there's there's a lot of places around the area now that you can go to but i think you're going to like this one if you like to stop at at gambling spots i know my wife and i will go to when we have a rare date night, we might hit up a couple of those spots. And uh, having got to get a sneak preview of what this place looks like, it kind of blows everybody away. It's really cool. Awesome. Uh, it's huge. It's like old, historic. It's got, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. So very excited to, to talk more about that. That's Union Hall in LaSalle, Illinois. So thanks, everybody, for sponsoring us. Yes. So where should we start? It's been a year. Do we want to, like, buzz through this? Some of the old topics, or should we talk new stuff? I'm I'm up for anything. Let's let's do the the what was going on kind of a follow up year, I guess. Where were where were we? Uh, where were yeah. we? Where were we one year ago? Yeah, the big one one year ago was the derecho that wiped through the Illinois Valley and just cleaned house on trees and roofs and everything else. And uh, don't want to spend the podcast talking about the weather because that's we know how that is. But at the same time. I can say one year later we haven't had another derecho. No, we've had some crazy weather, but nothing like that. That was still uh, quite a brief crazy moment in time where yeah. it wasn't a tornado, but geez, it was almost as if a tornado had swept through the area. Right, it did spawn one EF one in Ottawa. That was oh, part yeah, of it. That right. hit like the it was a real s- small area of down kind of in the north part of downtown. I technically, if you call it, but that's yeah, right. it was wild. I, I was made me happy to be a Peru resident just because the. Peru has its own electrical department, so we were back online. I think almost all of Peru was back oh, yeah. online that night. That's right. And other folks in the area were not so lucky, and uh, yeah, it made me happy because I think it was by seven or eight o'clock that night we had our power back, and yeah, some people had gone had had or ended up being a day or two, um, if I, if not longer, I'm sure for some folks. Oh, that, that was, did that drug on a while. That's yeah. right. Um, I have some crazy videos that. from that. And we were I, we have shelters at work, and I was in the shelter, and it was scary sounding yeah like the I, hail hitting the door and the 
the when that, whipping back wind then for that one from the or, from the derecho. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, and with that tornado was going on at the same time, I was just about a mile north of there. Oh, yeah, it was pretty wild. I get ex- so not, I don't get excited about severe weather, but when the power does go out, I get excited because uh, then I get my camper John clicks in because it'll be so usually get home supper time it's like i'm gonna get my camping gear out i'm getting my propane burners out i'm gonna get the grill fired up the camp we're still. eating i don't care if we don't have power right. we're eating try to get even in if the it's fridge, in the dark get what you need and close it so you don't completely yeah, lose get, your open it up, exactly open up the fridge real quick Just get in there everything all out at once it might be dark but we're gonna eat yeah hmm yeah, we ended up because Culver's still had power. That's where we went for dinner. That oh, night. yeah, I remember that was a yeah, big that line. Was weird. Yeah, yeah was they were one of the few places that stayed on. Um, this was like right, like what it was. It hit about probably like between two thirty and three. At least that's when it hit. Yep, Ottawa. So it was probably before that here. I just remember driving through town like dodging trees. They were. I mean, they weren't falling at that moment, but they were everywhere. Right. It was just like, what in the hell is going on? It was on? a wild thing. So a- that was a year ago. Um, so one other thing. Uh, oh, yeah, last year. I don't even want to talk about this, but yeah, last year, full remote, which is probably, I would say, that's probably the personally the main reason uh, that we stopped. we stopped full ro- remote schooling. That happened one year ago, right after we were re- recorded our episode 96 we went to full remote in at least in peru and i pretty much for the most part everywhere else and yeah. that i was lucky enough to have uh, my job let me work from home but working from home while maintaining the kids and making sure they're doing their school it literally sucked the soul out of me mm-hmm. so it's like uh thank god we made got it kids we've got our kids back at school this year <laughs> right oh so that's a bright spot yeah i haven't heard ago. of anything shutting down yet they better, again so they better fucking not shut <laughs> down. that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> they'll wear their they're well they'll wear them whatever they need to wear masks and if they have whatever do whatever they have to do to keep them it's important to keep them it. in school i don't care <laughs> yeah because no we were dreading more. that it's like we have an old mac computer that um is no longer like being supported, even the operating systems and that, or the um, uh, browsers. Yeah. So like that'll yeah. really limit our ability to use it for, mm-hmm. and it's like from 2009. I mean, the, the machine had a good run. It's a fantastic yeah. computer. And it's like, so we're, oh, I my wife and I are hitting, we're in discussions now of trying to, do we replace that with one just like it? It's an yeah. iMac or whatever, get one of the new ones. But then were our TVs doing some wonky things? That's also from it's probably like 11 or 12 years old it's like an old it's an original plasma yeah and i want an oled oh so um all kind of right in the same price point yeah for, it's like, well probably shouldn't do both right no, no but do you yeah. think we're gonna need the one thing? It's like, like the pc type thing or mac uh that's a tougher one for me to because i'm having that same thought my my computer is just toast fritz. yeah it, the screens it's a laptop so it's like half the screen doesn't even work and i have to plug it into a, just a tv to make it's not good but it's yeah. like oh i can't quite justify right. uh making that purchase right, right now that's why, why i think like, with, i'm the only one who uses it really. yeah i mean my wife would use it for work with with her for like freelance work and stuff yet and if we did have to do e-learning and then the other thought is like well we had such good luck with the first one like never had to like do a like a re-image like you know put the operating you know system back like wipe it clean and do it over no yeah. like ram issues no nothing it was just fine the thing yeah. always worked so our thought was like if we do have to get one just get the nice one and assume that it'll last at least 10 years and oh now, yeah now, you know what i mean probably and, like, yeah i mean that was what i mean I, I know when i had it an old 
maybe this doesn't compare anymore, but instead of a window, like when with Windows machines, it was like every few years you can expect to have something, but yeah, maybe that's sure. not true no, anymore. No, I, I well, it's, yeah, it was for so long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems like with the Macs, they yeah. just kind of hold it together better yeah. for the long run. I, yeah, that's so, I don't know. But yeah. well, good luck with Yeah, that. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to negotiate. TV, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> get more use out of it or just buy both and screw it right (laughs) yeah i am a huge fan it's so funny like how things have changed like what 10 15 years ago i was or even like college you know like just building your component stereo system and having your awesome (laughs) surround sound sound system that was such a big thing and having all these different speakers everywhere and now i'm at the point now where i'm the exact opposite i want nothing minimalist i want a tv on the wall with the power cord that's it. Do you no sound bar? I don't have a sound bar, which See, that's that, the one you thing. You can I would, do that. I mean, that's without really not much clutter. Yeah. I would like to, that is the only, yeah. some of the speakers, like, and some of those speakers, I mean, those TVs, you can get them so cheap, but that's always the downside. The speakers suck. Yeah. Uh, so, but we yeah. D- we did the, yeah, if I Yamaha sound bar, that's all right. I mean, it's, and it has Bluetooth on it. It's and probably it's, better than the yeah. onboard. And it's speaker. cool too, because it just, it, there's a, digital input on it so it's only one cable that it's, it's input and it just goes through the television oh and if cool. you want to hook your phone for like listening to music it's just bluetooth yeah so you don't Perfect. have a bunch of wires and everything running around it's got a wireless subwoofer that's that what i was gonna ask because they have a sub it's wireless yeah oh, that's neat. so the sub is just plugged in and that connects via oh, however the hell see, i need that's what i need see and that, i mean and they're not crazy expensive either and it'll add that depth okay. for movies and stuff if you want to that's how i know like it's like a big bears game or like yeah. a good, we're turning a movie on, let's turn on the sound. Come on. If we, yeah. Especially if we do like a movie rental. Oh, yeah. We, we're like, paying six bucks for this. Let's crank up the sound. It's a big Darn night. It's a big night. Darn right. So it's just, it's just regular TV watching. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned Bears game. That made me think we do have to warn everybody. We have a hard out today because this is the first day of the NFL. Right. So. Yeah. We will if we we may pause right before noon to make sure our fantasy lineups because we're now competing against John's children and that's very important that we don't lose. <laughs> yeah, we can't lose a kid. <laughs> yeah, even though I think we did last year, <laughs> but yeah, we I don't did. know if I got third, maybe third, third or fourth place. I don't remember. I did okay. I, I did. Didn't. I was leading. I was doing really well until the playoffs, of course. And then once that happens, it doesn't matter anymore. Right. It's all a toss up at that point. But yeah, I'm excited about football starting back up. Yeah, this is kind of an aside, but right. yeah, the one thing that. You know, during all the lockdown and Corona and all this crap, we didn't have much to do. Um, one thing I did get to do and I've enjoyed doing is the like sports betting, like mm-hmm. FanDuel, DraftKings, all those types of things. A lot of fun. As long as you don't, you know, don't get too carried away with it. It is a lot of fun. And I, my, just now after a full year of it, uh, baseball, I just could not get into baseball gambling yeah uh, basketball is okay but football is the shit That's, yeah it's it's absolutely it's so the best fun. yeah <laughs> i and i get i i thought about putting some money in for this week and whatever but i also know like early in the season there's a lot of assumptions about teams that oh are yeah wrong. you can't yeah. so i mean the intel is way is has over years over year over year sort of gotten better every year so right. we know more but i don't know if um there's always going to be those teams that are the first two, I would say the first week, maybe even first three weeks, yeah. are very hard to yeah, discern get a, get like who's what and what who's doing. And there's, it's just. But on I the get flip burned. side, you know, if you can kind of, if you can get a feel for it, which I mean, you'd have to be a professional at this stuff. But sometimes you can take advantage of the lines. Yeah, as that's a result, true. Uh, because they are so off. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think most people thought Tampa Bay was going to just clean house 
on the Thursday night game, and that was a hell of a game. Yeah, that line moved a ton, and I actually had the instinct. I actually almost was like, I should just take the Cowboys just out of pure, like, it, the, it shouldn't have moved that much right in the last day. Because right. it moved a point and a half or something. It went from, like, eight to nine and a half or something Yeah, like and that. just, like, on the money line. Right. And sorry, people, if you're not, if you're not familiar okay. with this lingo, but, yeah, the, the money line was, like, in the, I think it was, like, almost a thousand. Like, it was, like, it was Oh, just it a was straight, just I a couldn't straight have been bet. that much, it really. Was, it was unusually high and I had that thought like I should just bet them um, yeah. just cause like, well, like, you, lost, you still would have lost it but <laughs> yeah I still would have lost yeah oh well it was too, too high I mean like I mean so I have a uh, Bears I, beat the, the Bucks last year I mean so you never know what's going to happen in a game right but it was earlier yeah, in the year that's but, right yeah, yeah. so my, just, my crazy story with uh, DraftKings since we're talking about this is um, I've only put in $25 like oh, a year still, and I'm still playing on it. $25. Yeah. It's better crazy. than me. And then the crazy thing that happened uh, about a month ago, well, no, five, yeah, a little over a month ago, DraftKings started selling uh, it, NFTs. Okay. Which, uh, so if you're not familiar with NFTs, if you're, if you're familiar with cryptocurrency, like Dogecoin and Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff, there's a one called uh, Ethereum, right? Mm-hmm. And that one is like a, it's a crypto thing where they can put like a like a digital stamp on something to mark it as unique. So they've they've used this now for artwork. Uh, there's lots of, of this digital, uh, art. digital artwork that yeah. they put these stamps using this Ethereum crypto like memes, right? Too. Yeah, I think so. Memes too. And now that it's kind of entered into the sports trading card business, which is right now over the last year has gone like to its highest levels ever. And uh, so DraftKings started dropping these digital sports cards for and i bought one for twelve dollars it has no value to me it's to me i'm i see it as you're just crazy. trading i can't yeah. get my it's hands on it, it it's obviously. Not, i find it to be crazy and silly but i'm like i'm gonna buy one tom brady thing came out i got one for 12 bucks and i turned around then that night and i sold it for two hundred dollars oh god so all of a sudden my DraftKings account has got a lot of you're, money and I'm, you're getting, I'm still on my 25 dollars you're still put, you're putting <laughs> units in the bank right I, but I, but i mean to be fair to be fair uh, i bet like when i gamble on there i bet, I bet like a dollar yeah maybe two dollars is a big bet for me <laughs> i found and this is for me what happens is i i will get just as excited about a two dollar bet as i would a 20. Yeah. now it might feel better longer if you want if you hit a 20 dollar parlay that was like three to one or something where you triple your money like yeah that probably is going to be better than winning six bucks but i, I still think like you can do it without having to, to drop oh I, I put 400 on this one 100 you know you're spending a thousand dollars a weekend or something like that which is yeah. i mean i bet a lot of guys do that sure you yeah. go broke Real quick doing that. Oh, heck you know? yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I, I play in daily fantasy <clears throat> was another thing that I kind of, I just kind of stopped doing just because it kind of grew. I grew bored and there's way too many people that got too good at that's it. That's what I, I and, always figured I'd be outmatched. Yeah, yeah, and because, that's with the gambling. It's, it causes you to pay attention and root in games that you normally wouldn't even maybe pay attention to. And I think that's fun. More so, I think, even than the daily fantasy stuff. So you what don't do you feel... Mean, like prop bet type stuff? Well, no, no, no. Like, I might I say it's like, what's the Monday night game? It's like Baltimore and, and uh, the, the Niners or whatever is tomorrow night's. Yeah. I, so. I may not pay attention to that, but if I if I put in a... Uh, say I just did it the... Oh, I see. Like, if, saying, if yeah. I just made a play on the score, I'm yeah. going to be checking in on that Oh, game. yeah. Or, yeah. or even just, like, a yardage bet or something for, like, Lamar Jackson or something. Yeah, like, Whatever sure. it is. Uh, 
Yeah, so like that's what I mean. It's that's yeah. I would watch that more even even if I had players in daily going like a daily fantasy league going. I still am more likely to pay attention if I just did straight up sports bet, yeah. like a regular gambling. For sure. Yep. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter it. if it's three bucks or, or fifty cents or I whatever. Yeah. I, I still like want to check in. And, and, yeah, <laughs> just like, as I, I lose believe I lost fifty cents on that game. God, <laughs> I thought the Bucks were going to be good this year, or whatever. <laughs> like, or whatever the, the, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I think I, it's nuts that it's legal even yet. I, that's still I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around that. And I, it's like you, you wonder. There is definitely a part of me that goes, "How much of just to date us, right? How much of yeah. Back to the Future Two is going to happen? Oh yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, is yeah. this going to become Biff's world and, and like <laughs> it's going to be that hellhole that was in back, you know, before they kind of fixed it, you know? right? Yeah, I uh, I'll be. I know we always do like follow up episodes on like the impact of things. I think we might have did one on like uh, when they legalized weed, um, to and what the impact was for the tax revenue. I don't. We should revisit that at some point. But this is one I haven't heard any numbers on yet. Like right. what the impact has been for the the Illinois yeah. economy once they've legalized. Yeah, this. given all the vice tax that we've recovered now, I assume that Illinois is long no longer broke. Maybe. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right. Hopefully they can get be... things balanced. That was kind that of a joke. Would... Obviously, they're not. We got a long yeah. ways to go. Yeah. But yeah. hopefully they can get things to where we're running at a net surplus tax-wise. But I, I think that's going to take a lot of work to do that, but they need to stop borrowing money. I mean, we're, this is the whole justification for all of it, right? So, right, right. To get too political. but So, see. moving down the, the list. So, one year ago, we found out they were going to cancel the Burgoo. And thankfully, not going to happen this year. Burgoo is happening. Yeah. So, that's good. So that oh, was we got. I have fifty-fifty tickets that I'm selling for you the Burgoo. Yeah, they, they, and it's funny because we have they they crossed out the 2020 and put 21 on them because they got them for last year. Oh, so nice! Hey, and yeah. someone had to actually go through with a marker and remark all the tickets. So, oh wow, yeah, that probably took a while. Yeah. Jeez. We, as a as a member of the LaSalle County Historical Society, a ah, donor or whatever, gotcha. I got my little packet to help out with this regard because it does go towards the LaSalle County Historical Society yeah, as our past guest promoted. That's right. I remember Davy and Amanda Carter. That's right. Yeah, cool. And she, she, did a, she does a great job running, getting all, everything going. So, uh, yeah, definitely want to support so, them. It's, yeah. it's cheap. I think it was like $30 for the year. So I probably need to re-up with them. That's Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, I haven't. I still have to get over there just to the museum. I haven't checked it's it awesome. out. It's awesome. Yeah. It's neat. It's worth it's worth taking an afternoon and you know, or an hour or whatever walking through it. It's it's got a lot a lot of cool stuff to see. Yeah. There's okay. a lot of old stories in this area. Anyway, yeah. as we found out on that episode. Good yeah, like just neat hist- history. Cool beans. Cool yep. beans moving along. What do we got? Oh. This one actually there was something in the paper recently about this. Uh LaSalle, was, we talked about it. Uh, LaSalle was going to impose a $1,000 fine if you had dogs that were not on a leash. And we were kind of like, uh, that seemed a little extreme. And, and I do think they backed off on that one. Well, is, it, is it one of those where they could say a maximum of? Like, maybe. And it almost becomes punitive. Like if yeah. your dog bit someone, then maybe, or like killed another dog or something, they could yeah. be like, yeah, that's $1,000. I, I think it was at the initially proposed as, as just flat Straight out. up. <laughs> Your dog's off your leash. Now there was something. So, but that's I pretty heavy-handed. And I got. I'm not. I'm not. What was it? There was something just recently in the paper, and the timing was funny because it was exactly a year ago. This was proposed by LaSalle. They must have given up on that 
that whole thing because there was something new in the paper just recently where they're going to impose a thousand dollar fine for some other ordinance issue. I don't know what one of the one of the like cuts. Yeah, who uh, knows? Alderman or whatever there is like that's his Someone's like go to thing. Yeah, like, let's like, just find the hell out of everybody <laughs> and I'll get them to stop. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, hey, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought it was funny. He's like, "Oh, they're trying it again. Yeah. You gotta find something new to find people." No for. backlash over the thousand dollar fines. I think <laughs> you're gonna hear about that one. God. That's uh, funny. You're as someone who's probably had a dog get away from from a. a oh timer. yeah, see that's why I find it comical and 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 concerning if yeah. Peru was to ever do that because uh, Daisy, my my young. My young golden, she wants to get out of the house. And, she and should run. be getting to the point where she starts to mellow. She's soon, better. Right? She's much better now. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What's up, dude? We got a visitor. Uh oh. Hate oh, no. when that happens. All right, we got it. We have to. We have to make an adjustment to the Nintendo Switch. So bear with us. So I'm going to move to the next one here, uh, because uh, this is on one of my type of things. So one year ago, <laughs> PHS alum worked on nasa mars mission so there's actually been tons of space stuff that happened in the last year multiple probes going to mars got a probe went to venus we had some rock uamua from the where was it from it was from outside our solar system entered into our solar system for a moment and they were able to spot it and it had a really funky shape so of course conspiracy theorists uh, were all over the internet thinking it was something uh Something that we don't, you know, there's no way to prove what it was. We have no idea. But anyway, it was fun for a little while. Like, what was the speculation on this thing? But the the best part, or at least the most comical in some ways, was the two billionaires who launched themselves to space over the last year uh, with Virgin Galactic dude and and, uh, Amazon, uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, in my opinion, the most funny one just because his spaceship truly looked like a vibrator yeah uh and the memes that came out of that my when i saw it the first thing i thought of was austin powers yeah the original like, whoa that looks like a huge johnson <laughs> get over here uh, that's pretty so, funny yeah some space stuff uh but nothing uh yeah there's that so well uh, what else well last year one year ago they were announcing that half the Prue mall was going to get ripped down but i haven't heard anything on that since uh, i think they're still working on the plan um yeah, that probably takes a, the, a lot of time they to did develop. Do a, they did do a lot of work on the theater. That was the thing I think that surprised a lot of people was I thought they were like whatever. the theater would fade away and said they well, yeah or something down. they'd want a standalone building or something. But have, have you actually been in it? No, yet? I heard nothing but good things. Really? Yeah. So you get a little value for your money then because I know yeah. it costs more to go to Peru than say like the independent yeah. theater in well, Ottawa. I don't think it changed or, much from what it used to be, but it's still expensive. I mean, there's no way around. It. So like just like. like better seats and all that stuff though i think like, yeah they're like, like heating cooling seats loungers comfortable uh i guess you can preferred seating like you can pre- pick your seat you can pick your seat ahead of time before you even get there so if you prepay you pick your seat ahead of time and then uh yeah i think they've uh now they all they offer booze too oh. which i'd struggle with that one because i'm always worried i gotta pee during the show so. yeah well then i, I know <laughs> like for me if i if i have two beers and that's like Lights out. Yeah. If, if it's not grabbing me, then I'm just going to fall asleep, and then someone then that's embarrassing. Like, my dad fell asleep or whatever. Yeah, the, like, the, yeah. maybe go booze free. But although it is interesting with the with what's happening now with a lot of these streaming networks releasing shows to the theater, and then also streaming straight to home. But I've already seen Disney's backing off on that after a bit of a debacle with their uh, Black Widow movie. It was a it was a bust, which. 
because they did release both at the same time, and I, I guess in the end they ended up not making what they wanted to make, and oh, okay. turned into a big lawsuit and stuff like this. So now I guess Disney has announced they're not doing that at all anymore. Or it's a simultaneous. simultaneous. It's either one or the other. Yeah, no, they're just doing straight up. They're sticking with theater releases now. Okay. They, well, they uh, were they're like thirty bucks to stream like the new ones, right? Yeah, you'd think they'd make their money back, but I guess that was not the way to well, go. Well, because I think people are just like, well, I'll wait for that. Yeah. Which. I guess you don't. People don't see the value in streaming it for that price at home, I, and so yeah. they'd rather just. I mean, it's not the same as going to the theater still, and I, I think that's a good thing, especially if yeah. you're a theater yes. lover. Yes. I don't. I'd like. I don't want to see movie theaters go anywhere. No, I, I think me they're either. Um, neat. I think you need to have them. Yeah, I, it's I just something everything's to do. neat, but yeah, like, uh, well, yeah. Well, it would be awful if you we like say we lost the Prue Theater. It was like the closest one, and I mean, if if the Prue one went under, you'd think. Some of the street or Ottawa or some of these other folks would go out too. And it's like, why do we have to? You got to drive to the suburbs to go to a dang movie or something. Oh, I don't know. So you would not. assume that or hope that they they can make them to where they're uh, make money. I mean, uh, so yeah. they're yeah. yeah. I mean, they can't. I hope so. I want to see them stay alive. Agree. Yeah. So yeah, but HBO is still doing the double double thing where they're going to release to both at the same time. Maybe they'll back off here well, pretty soon. I hope they don't. What's the what's there's up, some upcoming what, movies that. Uh, look pretty awesome on what's, HBO. What's coming up? Do you know the the one that I'm looking forward to, which I wasn't looking forward to initially because I was like, ah, they're going to do this. Was the new Matrix movie? Oh, because I didn't mean to. I think the the original Matrix is just like such a good movie. It's so yeah. fun. Ninety nine, right? That was all those movies. Yeah, came out. it was such a good a year. ridiculous year. Uh, but the I didn't care for the sequels. I mean. There were elements of the sequels that were cool, but they just tried to explain too much, mm -hmm. that whole thing, and I just wasn't a big fan. So when I heard they were going to be doing it again, I was like, oh, do you really want to go back and do this again? But then I saw the preview. They just released it uh, last week, and I was like, oh, this looks pretty awesome. You know? So well, given kind of the excited. technology now, I, you think they could do a lot with special effects and all that stuff that would make it good. Yeah, and Keanu Reeves is kind of like the man. I mean, he can't do anything wrong lately, I swear. The John Wick. He still has... It's funny how older Keanu Reeves like every movie he's in right now he's got that long hair he's like he's not cutting it he's like every he's in Bill and Ted's movie which was awesome the new Bill and was Ted was it good yeah I never yeah saw it. it was good it's free on Hulu I think uh, oh, okay yeah um, and John Wicks and yeah now now uh, he's got that same do in uh, the new Matrix but yeah whatever it, it looks awesome so yeah I'm kind of pumped about yeah, that one he's kind of a cult hero too people just yeah. like him for being from what I, all accounts is just a really a nice guy good guy yeah yeah, yeah. Which is fun. What do we got? Uh, that's for the most part. I think about it for local topics. I know we we had a there was something about a release of engineered mosquitoes in Florida, which I really want to look into what happened with that. I one. looked it up. It, it they done it. There was more going on this spring, like May, and the way they work is is pretty rad. I mean, it just sort of will help limit the amount of mosquitoes that show up. That basically makes it so they they're sterile when they yeah. lay their eggs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of tried to find anything and really not much of an update no, other no. than they're hmm. continuing to, to move forward doing it. And I don't know, maybe we'll find out uh, into the fall and winter after. Yeah, no um, no giant zombie uh, alterations that people were worried about on the internet. Okay. Yeah. Because that's the best place to find everything. That's you where you get your information. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, cool. Well, that's probably about it for our review of last year's topics. Yeah. We could uh, transfer or get on to new news maybe sure so while before we do the new news i will mention them one more time mr sparkle auto spa in peru illinois please whenever you're driving through 
stop in, get a quick... If you're just driving in Peru, you have no reason not to stop right. and spend the three bucks and give, yeah. your, give your car a little, little cleaning. Sure. Come on. Yeah, you just took a trip, you got some bugs... Get a three dollar wash. Heck I hope yeah. that make it polish that thing right up. Make it nice. All right. Yeah. So thank you, Mr. Sparkle, for helping us out. And also the uh, new upcoming Union Hall in LaSalle, Illinois. It's gonna be for your for your gaming needs. It's gonna be cool. And actually I didn't mention it before, but we we might they we might be able to record over there because there's some there's more than just that facility. Right. Um, there's a lot of other things in that building. So we'll see. We might, and, and I'm going to be over there quite a bit. I think just helping out. So I was trying. I've been brainstorming some promotions we can do with the with the pod. Try to get some people over there to help out. So more to come on that. So, yeah, uh, but that's just opening up. So Union Hall in LaSalle. Thank you for sponsoring the show. And yeah, let's move on to. Yeah, we gotta we gotta move this. Up. Football's gonna start soon. We gotta move this along. So yeah, how we doing? Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, new shows or new stuff going on right now. Yeah, so one thing, this is a another follow-up, I suppose, for a previous episode, but we talked before at, uh, at length on a previous episode about how Matheson, they annexed all that new yeah, land. Like 2,500, 2,600 acres. Yeah, to basically double, if not more, the whole Starve Rock area. And that was, what, that was like two years ago, was that, when they first announced that? Mm-hmm. And since then... Uh, nothing's really. I mean, they've been working on it. I mean, there's a lot of work. They can't just open that up to the public because it's it's just it's rough eleven million dollars in 2018. So they is what's that's that? what they spent on it. So it's a twenty yeah twenty six hundred twenty nine acres that was an eleven million dollar acquisition the state did to okay. to for for the expansion of Star Rock Matheson Park. So they're working on it. Yeah, they're, they're continuing they're, they're, to work on it. I'm they're sure. researching the bats. Oh, are so they? There's, yeah, that's kind so of what they, this story highlights. Is they're they're working on. Um, uh, surveying uh, like the the actual bats in the area or something. So, but on the bright side, part of the area will be opening up for hunting this year. So that's the first thing that, that's going to get to happen with that new land is they're going to allow hunters to go in for a part of this new area uh, to go in and and have a nice secluded area to go uh, hunt. So that's that'll be awesome. And then I think they're thinking maybe yeah yeah uh, I think they're thinking. I want to say 2022. There's going to be. They're hoping to maybe start getting visitors in. Like yeah, there's, there's going to they're going to get a parking lot, some trails going. It sounds like so that'll be good. I mean, and anything is good to help maybe offset some of the traffic that goes to Star Rock because it's just become such a huge destination for day trippers. Mm-hmm. Like, I still think they should have an annual membership or something like that. I, that, uh, people, that would just make, and you could deal with the traffic and clean up and uh, yeah, a lot uh, of the stuff that's going on out there. I don't, I don't know if it, I don't even know if it would really limit it. Cause I don't think they should charge as much, you know, so much that it would be uh, right. prohibitive. Well, okay. So glad you brought this up. Cause I, I, I so we, we went to the Dells this summer and downtown Dells, the old, the old downtown Dells, off the main drag there, they've got all these parking lots the, the, with numbers and a, and a meter or a, a station at the end of the parking lot. It's all brand new. It's really nice. You park in the spot. You, you see what number you parked in. You walk over to the, to the machine. You type in what number spot you're in, and then you pay a minimal charge. I mean, I remember it was like a dollar for an hour or it was like it was it was really cheap. I thought I thought it was five dollars for the day, or maybe even less. It was it was really affordable, 
And I thought, God, this is so simple. Mm-hmm. It's easy to use mm-hmm. and you know, not crazy expensive. Right. Why can't they do something like this? It'd be so easy. I mean, right. it seems like it'd be so easy. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, pushback, hurdles. especially locally. Yeah, just because because you you we're so used to getting it for free, right? And if we're local, that you know whatever. But if it's a membership or a parking thing, I mean that really is the biggest struggle. So it's a struggle. So you could probably justify paid parking, or even instead of charging an entry fee, you just charge per car. You know, same thing in Michigan. Like if you go along the beaches and some of the even the public beaches, you still have to pay to park. Yeah, and it's the same kind of device. Like you can either download an app, and it'll ID the parking lot, and if you have your uh, location on or whatever and then you can just go in and put your license plate description of your car and pay for your parking oh yeah and that's it and if you it's through even... an app that would that would open up the the ease of like a subscription like annual thing where you just go on your app right it's just like yeah. boom boom you boom you pay 60 bucks or 30 bucks for the yeah. year or 5 dollars for the day or just, something I like that I just find it frustrating how it's like I mean if they're getting like a million over a million what, or a million and a half even if you charged a buck like, yeah. geez, that's a lot of money. And, the, well, <laughs> and with all those people comes more cost because it, you, there's cleanup and oh, the, amount yeah. of, the amount of trash and just wear and tear trash, on the trails and the stuff. pictures it's, of the trash out there is, right. is, is disappointing. Yeah, and you, I, one thing that always drove me nuts because I would travel on 71 a lot uh, is seeing all the people hiking on the road. I'm sure I've talked about this before, but golly, that drives me nuts. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. you're in the curves of 71 or oh, it's going yeah. through star rock and you have these people that they must be addicted to asphalt because <laughs> they they don't know how to walk on dirt maybe i don't know but they just walk along the highway and it's like this is a two-lane highway with you through know, the curve yeah ele- elevation and curves and, and it's like sometimes you come around a blind curve and there's a guy towing a camper or it's a big uh, rv type thing and you're like just you need the room yeah. you'd like to have the room and if you have a, a family walking on the road it's like there's a trail 75 yards that way yeah but we're gonna walk on the highway it's like okay i mean i guess that's what you came out here for was to walk <laughs> on the road it's just done that it's just pull over on any old road and, and walk along and it's the same there's trees <laughs> it's just beyond me yeah it just drove me it's so dangerous it's like you're gonna get clipped so someone's gonna but okay <laughs> i don't know I think what happens is they, they don't realize that what you go out, you have to come back maybe. And I'm maybe some sure. people don't want to white walk the same way back that they came in on. Yeah. Maybe and, there's and a maybe little just, bit of that. And then just maybe just, just not being familiar. I mean, having, I think, we, we being hike, hiked out there how many times? You right. know, we know that there's the entire like, park. That the, there's an entire uh, path that will go through the entire park. Right. I mean, that you just need to get on that path. And, right. Maybe that, and then that, that's another thing. Hey, that money can go towards better, you know, more markings to make that clearly devoted. Like, or like stay or like, off the road. Yeah. You know, or, I don't know. But, but yeah, that stay off the road. Come on. Well, and, and well, and I think, I think what it is, it, it, maybe it is a little bit of they go out and they just want to maybe take something else back. But um, I don't know. There's, there's more. Was, or they don't realize that you could just drive to this other parking lot and hike this little canyon and then drive to this other spot. And maybe if everything's full, it's not that simple. But yeah, man, the set. I've still, I haven't gone out there in a long time just because the last time I was out there, I felt like cattle. I'm like, this isn't hiking. Oh, no. There's too many people here. Right. Uh, especially when I had my dogs with me, and that was just like not good. Yeah. That's why winter is the That's my pre- favorite time. The, the yeah. primo. I yeah. mean, if it, especially Nobody's after it's frozen there. and it's. That there's no mud or very little limited amounts of mud and, and grime and whatever, and you can just freely go and not like you like you said, you don't feel like you're you're ahead of cattle, just right. yeah, getting herded through the park. 
So good news there. Uh, the, that land will be very welcome. I can't wait to have that opened up so soon. So it's good that they're going to be starting to bring in hunters. So, so that's good. Start to use it. And one thing, can't wait to get in there and start hiking around. Yeah, it'll be neat. Find out what time. I'm sure it's nice. Yeah. Uh, oh. The other the other local topic, which this one's kind of funny because I saw it was is another tri- Tribune article, which that last one I should give credit where credits due. Uh, let's see who wrote this one. That was a news that was from, pulled from the News Tribune. Uh, Tom Collins did that article, and I think this other one was a Tom Collins article as well in the Tribune. But this one kind of jumped out at me because it was like, oh, how young is your city? It's Illinois Valley is graying at the temples, but Mendota boasts area's youngest population. And I thought this was going to get into some more like data-driven. I thought it was going to tie into our previous episodes we've done on the brain drain. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be about that. But it kind of went more into the, uh, the Mexican de- demographic in Mendota. Uh, and that's boasting the Mendota as the youngest city, and then it talked about like the senior housing in Peru skewing the data older in Peru. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I'm going to throw this out there because I should I even say this guy's name? I don't know. I, I, go ahead. It, it's in. Yeah, it's not. Mendota like attorney said he believes the demographic data is correct on uh, uh, Mendota being the youngest city in the area. And this is yeah, I mentioned this is Tom Collins. But this is the quote that got me. I just started chuckling to myself when I read it. It says, uh, the 41% Hispanic student base at Mendota High School tells it all and perhaps is the reason our soccer team is currently undefeated and unscored upon. (laughs) I read that. I'm like, oh, should you say that and put that in the paper? Uh, uh." It probably feels like it's pretty accurate. (laughs) I just read that. I was like doesn't oh sound great. It didn't quite sound right. Maybe it sounded better coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Putting it in print. I don't know. I mean, is the soccer team better at soccer than the football team is better? Is, is you know what I mean? Like yeah. The, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The changing demographics. It's kind of funny. That I, is funny. But yeah, I, it's interesting, though, the aging population. I, it's not surprising that the population in the area, I, I think there was it noted in the article that uh, Princeton boasts that uh, people will move away brain drain type stuff they'll move away from the area but then actually come back to settle and raise their kids here in the area right so that's nice right well, no they didn't offer any statistical evidence of that just right. probably more they they could offer stories of well i know so and so and so and so and so so i mean yeah. i think that probably happens at a lot of different places and we were talking before you kind of did that yeah right yeah well yeah we moved up to the burbs for a year and we just we just couldn't get used to it right the speed of life up there and the hectic nature of the commuting yeah. and everything else just no it wasn't you're not for us. raised in it i think I'd, yeah i i but i think you would get used to it to a degree but you still miss maybe the slower pace yeah down here and there are people in a big hurry around here just not as many as in the suburb oh for sure yeah. for sure they stand out though more when they yeah that. that's for sure but it, it it's a it's an interesting topic just because it is a good area to 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 be at i mean i mean in terms of this pace of life it's a great mm-hmm. place to retire i think they noted that in the the article as well so yeah yeah we're, we're big promoters for the Illinois Valley so right. Right. We're, yeah we're not uh you're gonna rag on it I think there's enough uh, modern convenience and commercial stuff that you might find in the suburbs around here as well as the slower pace and um, so you kind of get access and comfort right and that's right up our alley so and we have local beer we have a local distillery we have all the fun stuff we're gonna have a new uh Oh, what's going on? Um, good restaurants and all that other stuff, too. I mean, Heck it's, yeah. It's a lot going on that makes this 
more you know, trendy stuff going on as well. So heck yeah, yeah, this, it's a good time to be in the area. I think so. And now that things are like open back up and stuff. That's why we're all like cringing. Like, please let's not go back to right. last well, year. Well, and it, it made the the whole pandemic more tolerable too because we didn't have um, as bad of. Uh, issues that you get in higher populated areas right. so the community spread and all the other stuff that went along with it were lessened maybe necessarily because we're a little more spread out so hopefully i mean maybe not overwhelmed as much in the hospitals and all that jazz so just yeah hopefully people yeah every day i'll take it hell yeah so how about we transition into the thing of the week uh podcasts we're listening to or games or movies or series that we're we're stuck on I don't know. Have you been listening to many podcasts? Yeah, uh, for sure. I don't know. I'm like taking in some new stuff I've gotten like for podcasts. Um, Ryan, uh, what's his name? The the Honeydew podcast with um, that that one's one of my favorites. Highlights the lowlights um, hmm. with um, what's his last name? No, getting get talking yeah, mode. I that's why I'm pulling names. out my phone too because <laughs> I had to go find my podcast app so I make sure I talk about the right um, things. Oh, that's so funny because I, I I've noticed that about me lately. Especially, it's gotten worse. It's Ryan Sickler, highlighting the lowlights so people coming in just talk about the worst times of their life, which it sounds like a really uplifting show, but it actually is. Um, and you kind of get find out there, it adds a little. Um, I, I like listening to it because it it causes you to you know if you internalize it a little bit and you go well wow I can't believe that person was able to get through that and still achieve X or. Um, and is as sane as they are now because some of the stories are insane on there like what right. the trauma and some of the stuff that folks have been through and you go wow if they were able to do it so it causes you to sort of take inventory with yourself and say okay maybe maybe even provide you some tips for getting through some stuff that maybe you're going through oh, yeah. as well as you know all that seems achievable when you hear so hear about stuff like oh they they had whatever they went through they were able to rectify and get through. And it's not always, you know, maybe some stuff doesn't always end the most positive way, but um, oftentimes these shows kind of, they talk about what they went through and then sort of talk about where they are now. And a lot of times they're pretty good stories. Cool. Uh, I'd say for me personally, uh, over this last year, I I need to do better with uh, Corona, COVID, lockdowns. The alcohol consumption went way the hell up. It did it really? So I need. To, You're like, not the only one to, I've heard say that. I, yeah, yeah I, I like, know. I'm not. The, I know. I'm not. I know. I'm speaking to a group of people out there who can relate to this. Yeah. Like, I need to kind of get this under it, control. It's like um, it's, <laughs> you realize, like, those. Well, I mean, it's Thursday, and then you go, "Well, no, just that's caught. okay. Just because it's okay, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe tonight's a good night just to take one off. You know, yeah, like that kind of thing. But it yeah. is what got really because you were never going anywhere, so you didn't have right. to. You, you were hang out at home, and right. have some beers. Yeah, and you poolside. Yeah, that adds a new layer of yep. it too. Yeah, and that helps. Yeah, I, 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 I can go along with that <laughs> one too. Maybe sober October is in the future. Right? Oh yeah, I should try that. <laughs> Uh, podcast wise, I, I, you know, and I forgot. I, we, we always do this, although the list is different. We always give a shout out to local like podcasts and like radio personalities. And we had a large list before, and I've went through, and it looks like not a lot of people have been recording. So this list is kind of short. But Edge of Your Seat podcast, they're continuing continuing to put out sports related podcasts. Hard Rock Radio Network is uh, continuing to stream Hard Rock here in the Illinois Valley. And then My Worst Holiday Podcast continues to crank them out as well. So that's good. And then there was a new one that I just kind of stumbled across on uh, Facebook. And I checked them out. And it's Tree Tree Finger. Uh, and I want to catch up with this guy eventually. He's Tree Finger got, Network? Tree that- Finger. Yeah, let me see here. It's Tree Finger Presents. Okay. So it sounds like a local guy who's doing some historical related 
race-related stuff. So this could get, uh, his like most recent one was about the Spring Valley race riots, which I didn't even know existed, which is... I've heard of them. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I see. I didn't. It was completely clueless. So thought that'd be kind of cool to catch up with him once we kind of get our podcast sea legs yeah. uh, back under us again. So, um, but yeah. So um, what do I got? I, I've... I think Bill Simmons' podcast, I continue to listen to him just because he's funny. And I see him like a, I relate so well to him. It's the best time of year for it, too. And yeah, football. And I mean, football if you do time. NBA, then it's pretty much year round, then. But yeah, the, uh, the other one I would say I've been listening to, I'm kind of all over the place lately, but I would, I'm, I'm looking, I haven't gotten into it yet, but The Birth of Vegas is something I want to get into on Business Wars. Oh. That's a good one. Uh, I haven't actually listened to, to listened to it, but Business Wars is a very good podcast, so I'm sure it's really mm-hmm. good. With the, the production uh, on it's cool. It's yeah. just like a good produced, well Yeah, the one show. that he did on The Late Night Wars, I, I really enjoyed. Uh, so that's a, that's another one I've been trying to check in with. Revisionist History, he's got a new, new season out. It's still probably my favorite mm-hmm. podcast hands down so good i love malcolm gladwell is awesome i did his uh about the bomber mafia audiobook was spectacular was it yeah oh cool yeah very good the the only other one i haven't listened to the podcast but i've been wanting to um as a result of the hbo i think no peacock peacock's got a the dr death series which is a wondery production they have the Ooh. it's a they have an actual documentary on peacock and then there's a series with like alec baldwin and uh that we We've been watching that show at home, and I think it's really good. So I've been wanting to watch, listen to that one as well. Interesting. But, so that's a, a throw that one at Doctor Death, but yeah. I had a couple it. like so. There is going to be a new podcast on the Ringer Network called The Full Go with Jason Goff. It's a Chicago sports podcast. Oh, cool. Um, so he was a former host. Uh, yeah. Score. He went to Atlanta. Has done a lot of uh, work. He did some work down there. Ended up coming back to Chicago, I think, hosting with Bernstein for a while on the score, yeah. 670. Um, I was a big, big fan back in the day, and it sort of waned yeah. in the last five years just from being able to more stream more easily in my car and the connectivity and everything's gotten better. So yeah. I just don't have the patience for live radio, live sports talk radio, the commercials and all that drive yeah. me nuts. So, but he was always one of my favorite hosts, if not the favorite. And I, I, I just always remember when we I went to the Boers and Bernstein's like the 15 or 10 year or 15 year uh, anniversary show they did where they did a roast of Boers and Bernstein. It wasn't on the radio. It was it was it was very blue. Um, yeah. And he was like Richard Pryor. Like oh, he went really? up and did roasted them guys. And it was like he had done it before like he was a professional obviously it's i'd be curious to ask him if he worked out the material that's how good it was really um, and he had the room rolling and uh definitely lit him up and very well written set if you will of like what he how he got these guys and uh yeah so I, ever since then i've been a huge fan of jason goff and i think he was he's always been strong and and, and not afraid to talk about things that make people uncomfortable in regard to race and things like that and i just admire him because he 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 would he would take an unpopular opinion um if he believed in it strong enough and didn't, didn't have any trouble trouble defending himself or whatever hmm. and that's like i always like that about him cool um yeah so look for that it's gonna be like three days a week too so uh three day a week chicago podcast yeah, on chicago the sports yeah wow. so i mean it's kind that's of a great network i think yeah i think like, they should add us to their yeah their with the ringer and, yeah i mean i mean bill simmons different. said that they had a gap in their programming of, of not covering regional like not covering <laughs> chicago but there maybe where's hey, the Illinois valley our, fit on the uh the ringer i better contact radar. him maybe, yeah. we, maybe we could hey bill uh you know we don't really have much to say but you, i think you should give us a show too <laughs> uh 
I think Jason Goff's got it covered. So <laughs> now one one other one was Steve Buscemi was on Mark Maron. So we, oh, this neat. is like in the twenty year anniversary of nine eleven. He's still working on stuff regard in regards to that. So that is was inter- interesting. A good one to yeah. Hear. That's this, that's true. We are, this is we're recording this on September twelfth. So yesterday was the twentieth anniversary, and I did have that moment. I was like, I thought about that. Where were you when that happened? And that's still. Still, we may have talked about. It, I'm sure in past shows. I feel but. like we did, but yeah, it's it's like a locked. That's like you know, history and your memories. Everything gets so hazy. But that one, that memory for me personally is just like locked yeah, in time. It's not going I, anywhere. I can remember. I was at school. I was at U of I. And I was at my apartment with a bunch of other guys. Mm-hmm. And was was getting ready for school. I had literally had my book bag in my arms and was getting you know gonna. Mm-hmm. And just stood there frozen watching the screen as it all happened. Yeah. And yep. I feel like I was just frozen there. It was just, what the, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, that was a scary, scary time. Yeah. And, and, and it, I thought about that. It's like, it puts things in perspective when you think about, because I listen to a lot of history podcasts, like Hardcore History. And like I mentioned, that Business Wars, which that's very historical, and all these different historical podcasts. And you just think, you don't think about the the people who went through that and how years later how that impacts them, and then you think about something like this. This was twenty years ago, and I can still remember it vividly. Man, I wonder what it's like for some of these older people who have gone through some of these other massive moments in time. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's it, it definitely puts things into perspective. Sure, and I, I think one of the things that came out of like I mean nine eleven too is that there. So that's related to a book. I I've been doing audio books a lot, a lot lately, so getting them through the Pru Library. If you're if you're a um, if you live in town and you have library access, you can actually download an app and get audio books for free. Awesome. It's part of your library card. So um, one of them was called Sapiens, and it's like the development and growth, like how humans became what we are now, like culturally, not necessarily culturally, but just the biology slash culture of it all. Yeah, and people actually miss how close. Thing, how close the country felt, like how maybe close isn't the best word I'm looking for, but like it, um, the story united? that united, yeah, maybe? united we were. So there's people like so during the bombing of like London during World War II, they would send people down to the tube, you know, the underground, the the subway system, right? Yeah. And that's where they would sleep at night. And uh, people actually like 20 years later said they missed it. And they enjoyed that was like some of the best time of their life was when we were all having to go into the underground. Wow. So you never and this is uh, you know what? I, I brought up the Sapiens book. Actually the book was called Tribe, and I think the guy's been on Rogan before okay. who wrote it. And uh, but it's a really cool book. It's a three hour audio book, but that's what people talk about that. It's like when you're united in one cause, like as a group, you you the the feeling you get is, is very positive in nature. It's kind of the opposite of what we're seeing now with everything yeah. being seemingly being split. Yeah, um, it, it's right. not necessarily, but that's the way it's being presented to us. I don't want to go into that. Okay. Uh, uh, but that it is interesting. You say that's like the united, the, the way the country came together and, and, and it brought us all together. I mean, it resulted in a lot of things that I think we, I wish we could, I, I bet a lot of folks wish you could walk back in terms of right. conflict and all right. the other stuff. But yeah, it's crazy. Like that kind of stuff, when you go through it, it sticks with you and, and you, you, I mean, you, you're just feel that connection with your, the people that live close to you, I'm guessing. I mean, and no matter who they are, you just want to be able to, you want to help out more. You want to do things. So that was a positive thing that came out of it, but yeah. it's just still terrifying. And 
I mean, at the time, because you just assume you just would like look up and you'd be like, oh, no, I mean, I remember being on Illinois State's campus because I was in school at the time, too, as well. Yep. And seeing Waterson Towers, which is the tallest building between St. Louis and Chicago mm-hmm. and thinking, well, I mean, a plane's probably going to fly into that for sure. Oh, God. <laughs> but and knowing full well that that was highly unlikely. Right. But, you know, it doesn't you just that vision is you'll, you're never going to shake it. No, I don't think we did. We were there was a there was a lot of fear mm-hmm. uh, for a while about yeah. a lot of things but how do you so on that topic what do you what kind of conversations have you had with your kids about it i mean how do you talk about it I, that I, makes me curious because i haven't we haven't really said much to lucy about it but she's still just you know she's seven so honestly um, we, I mean, we haven't really talked much about it i mean i do talk with them about certain current events as they pop up i don't know maybe because it was on a weekend um and it's just that we hadn't had that moment right. and they hadn't brought it up um, from school I, I you know I was going to ask them if they had talked about it at school um, but yeah we just, we hadn't had that talk yet but uh, here's to know their perception because you, you wonder if like we have a very real vision of it and um, I mean one of the things I think would be interesting to talk to them about is like imagine being there and not having your phone because no. that was every single one of those people. Oh, yeah. And that the lack of interconnect, you know, the lack of, so there was cell phones, but a lot of them stopped working because everybody went to call someone immediately, right? right. And all the other uh, fallout that came from that. But uh, you, I mean, that even, fath- could you fathom that now? They, we, well, they couldn't. No, and we, we go, I mean, we made it through college barely using cell phones. Yeah, that dates us a lot. And that, that's one of the things I thought was interesting about 9-11. I was like, did this happen before everybody? I mean, I think a lot of people were carrying cell phones, but they didn't work that day. Because it, oh, that's crazy. I think they had towers on them, cell towers on them. Like that was, you know, because it was a tall building, right? Yeah. So there probably was, I don't know. I, I should have more discussions on these things with my with my kids. But yeah, we, we, are, we haven't had that talk about yeah. 9-11 just yet. At least I don't think, I actually feel like we did like, in previous years, but this year yeah. seems like it'd be appropriate to have that discussion. Well, and I, I know it, like a lot of kids, maybe 10 years younger than us, that had a profound impact on how they saw the world. So they were the Osama bin Laden, like uh, when, when the U.S. government was able to capture him and all that stuff was that those folks, it, it, the effect for them was significant because that was the boogie monster. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot, it was uh, real, but... Uh, maybe not seeing it as maybe we saw it as we're more adults. So when they were nine, ten, eleven, twelve, they definitely it would maybe have a different type of impact on them just given their age. Um, so like the the military style of it, we, we were engaged. Uh, and I don't. I, I found that one interesting too. But the, those folks celebrated a lot harder than when when they captured mm-hmm. Osama bin Laden. I remember hearing that. It's like those those people. That guy has been something they worried about when they were kids. When I don't know, maybe more of like a boogie monster kind of way. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of interesting too. It's like the generational impact. Like other folks were like, well, this kind of thing happens every 10 to 20 years, <laughs> which I don't think it does. Like that's right. such a significant event. But, uh, you know, I think this is what kind of what COVID is now. Like 20 years later, it was, oh, remember the pandemic? Remember 9 11? Oh, remember, that's for sure. I think it was Vietnam or Korea or whatever, like some of the other conflict stuff in the past or, you know, I mean, the, I, the Challenger disaster maybe could, although not on scale, but still is, is a visual uh, I feel kind of like disaster. Right now, and without getting too far into it, I feel like right now the COVID era has just made everybody angry. And it's not just COVID. I mean, there's a lot of other factors. That sure. Go yeah. Into it, 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 yeah. I, I think everybody's so damn angry. Yeah. We need to get a handle on uh, and why I'm, that I, is. I'm just as guilty as anybody yeah. else. Like something will happen in public or, or even online or something like that. And I start to get 
triggered. You know, mm-hmm. I start yep. to get angry, and I like. I, but then I'm, I'm I'm conscious of it. I try to be conscious. Yeah. of it. I'm just like, look at what's happening. You're getting mad. Yep. Why am I getting mad right now? Why am I elevating my voice? <laughs> and you go, okay, cool it, man. Cool it. <laughs> That trigger, I, I, did, so I listened to a podcast recently where they talked about that, and I've actually sort of been able to apply it in my life where, where you start to get going on something and you go, wait a minute, wait, why am wait, I getting stop. so revved, yeah, man? Why like, am I doing this? It doesn't matter, especially in the here and now. Like yeah. That's like the, the, I think I talked about a lot last year, Mindful Metal Jacket Show, Joe List's podcast, and he's kind of on a break from it now, but it's a mental health one, and he talks about what is wrong right now? Like you could apply it with you're going through anxiety or having issues or you're getting triggered. Um, what is wrong right now? And 99% of the time, nothing, man. Yeah, Everything's yeah. all right. So yeah. just simmer down. Although yeah. I do enjoy a good, nice discussion where it gets it gets heated. Maybe heated's not the right word. Where it gets rambunctious, maybe, where you start to get into it and animated, but there's no hard feelings. And you yeah. can feel the difference in those discussions between That's the, a good, yes. That's you know, totally I, different. I think yeah. there's room for people to get revved up and, and yeah. go at it, you know, and have, have spirited discussions as long as it comes from a place of trying to gain mutual understanding and common ground. And I think that's where we've lost our way, is everything is being seen as uh, black and white and um, and it's not. It, it never is. It's no. uh, we live in a complex world, and there's complex problems, and there's not always simple solutions. And with that, right? Well said. <laughs> yes. Well said. Well said. Awesome. Well, I'm glad we we touched on that because I mean, obviously, the significance of the of 9/11. It, should have been mentioned, and now you got me thinking. I'm gonna have to go home and have a talk with my boys. Yeah, I just I thought I wondered if maybe you had if if someone asked you about it. I thought it would be a I actually thought that'd be a good question to raise, and I'll be I'll still I'm still curious because I don't want to scare my kids. Yeah, right. So because it's like kind of like some one of the, it kind of falls in under the category of things that I think you should discuss, but it's not like you can at least at their level there it's not anything they can prepare for or, mm-hmm. or mitigate like they're not gonna prevent a terrorist attack unless you I mean, as at, currently as right. you are yeah um and so you know don't don't be afraid of it because it's there's nothing you're gonna do about it so i think that's all i got is that Good it place to close it out we're coming up right on 1203 i hope my lineup shoot. looks good i me too oh i, I think it. i'm doing fine i I yeah. got that guy from the Niners out of there. Oh, you put Sturgill Simpson on here. Did you listen to that? I did. That album pretty good. It's awesome. The Ballad of Dude and yeah, it, it's very much you have to be in the right space for it because okay. it's it's very much like a bluegrass sort of old fashioned country record. Yeah, um, yeah. Bluegrass country, whatever you want to call it, old school. Um, but there is a few songs on there that are just hits and, okay. and um, yeah, I haven't checked it out yet because I I had a feeling I had to be in the right mindset for it. There's a song called Sam. It's only a minute, fifteen seconds. I don't think it's like a radio hit necessarily, but it's a, about his about his dog um, and burying his dog. Oh, it makes God. me it makes me want to get a dog named Sam so I can listen to that song and cry <laughs> the day of ultimately when we have to when we have that. to put that dog down. Oh no, oh, that makes me my, my our dog's getting up there. So I uh, she's the best dog in the world. So, so like, let's not talk about it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. it may, seriously, bury my like, feelings. It's yes, exactly. Keep keep drinking, John. No. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> What's well, going to be your excuse next time? Poor Willow. Uh, with that, I'm done. All I'm right. got, I got to go home and talk to my boys. Yeah, right, watch some football. Yeah. 
<laughs> and have your Sunday have fun my, day. And my, yeah, and have a beer. So, and, uh, well, I, my goal today, and it's going to be a good day because we have NFL football, is to make it through the whole Bears game tonight without having it getting super tired and nodding off. And so I'm going to try to limit my afternoon beers to, if I have any, make sure that I can get through the whole game. Maybe we'll report back in a couple of weeks and see tell you guys how yeah. it went. Yeah, heck yeah. Like, well, hopefully we can get on a roll again. I mean, it's been, like we said, it's been a whole year, but I mean, yeah, the the, the remote learning and everything else like that just kind of killed us. Well, yeah, it just, we're on it, a... It's just been a year. For me personally, like, I don't want to record if I'm in a bad mood. I feel like this last year has just been a bad... Just, yeah. I just couldn't get positive. Like, yeah. if I knew I couldn't get positive... I don't want to record uh, and be a Debbie Downer. Uh, so I guess we should thank you then. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, one more time, I'm going to throw it out there. Mr. Sparkle, check him out. Go get a $3 car wash. It's over in Peru, uh, Shooting Park Road, 251. And then uh, Crozat, Nath Street, or we were debating, is Crozat, Crozat, Crozat. Crozet? Crozet. No, it's not that. 8th Street, Crozet Street. <laughs> right by the old uh, Frank Cigar Store, if you remember where that is. So yeah. uh, that's not there anymore, but most of us oh, know okay. where that I was. I do know, yep. It's right over there. It's going to be Union Hall coming up. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a blend of history with the uh, modern day gaming. It's going to be a really good spot. And we're going to have more to come with that place uh, in the future. So thank you guys for sponsoring us. And I guess that's it. Yeah, thanks, Episode guys. 97. Yeah, yeah. good app. Bye. See ya.